I'm Chelsea Zaccato. And I'm Natalie Heacock. And this is Lumber Slingers. Each podcast, we will be bringing you relevant and useful industry information, including interviews with top lumber professionals and discussion of current events in the industry. Whether it be lumber grading, industry and market trends, or who's who in lumber, we hope to extend your current tally on industry knowledge. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> we are both going to say it at the same time. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, double trouble. <laughs> How are you, Trent? Oh, I am. I'm all over the place. I'm on many, many different planes right now, it seems like, because I just got off many, many different planes, to be fair. <laughs> You're supposed to be, um, like, relaxed after a vacation. I am, but when you come back after being gone for 10 days at the beginning of the year, your relaxation gets wiped out real quick. True. And not to mention, the first three days of our vacation before the cruise, I'm glad we planned it this way, was at Disney World, which is the most unrelaxing place on the face of the earth, especially if you're the one who does the planning. Because before, you could wake up in the morning and be like, I want to go to the park, and that's what all I'm going to do. Now it's like, okay. I got to stay up till midnight to buy a lightning lane pass if I want to go on any rides. Then I got to wake back up at 7 a.m. to book my first lightning lane one or everything's going to be gone. Then subsequently, every four hours, I mean, after four hours, I get to book another one. Then two hours after that, I can book another one. It becomes basically I'm sitting there trying to chart the whole day out. And literally between the first three nights, I got 16 hours of sleep total. So it was a pretty cool start to the trip. Oh, my God. That does not sound relaxing at all. That sounds well, awful. That's like my nightmare. In it was, but the good thing is we planned it right and we did that on the front end. So then I had seven days on a cruise ship where I was waited on essentially hand and foot. All my meals were ready 24-7, everything, you know, accounted for. So, I mean, it was great to do that because then by the time we got off the boat, I was very relaxed again. And I was like, all right. And then we had one spacer day when we got home to kind of recalibrate and unpack, which was clutch. So I was able to hit the ground running yesterday, which was absolutely clutch so all in all it was great i can't wait we're gonna do it again next year at some point my daughter loved it it was her first cruise ever just to show you how much like we bought the photo packages and at the parks we took 272 pictures professionally in two days and on the boat what? oh you think that's bad on a seven day cruise these are pro photos only so we had to go and get them done 678 pro photos how much did that cost you i have to know uh, $300 on the boat for all of them. And then for the two days, it was $150 total. So $75 each day. Or you could pay $200 for 30 days. And I was like, but I'm only here for two days. Yeah, that's weird. You're like, are you following me home? Like, I'm packing or? I don't, right? So, I mean, but I'll, I'll share some of the photos with you just because, I mean, literally, like, they're incredible, especially my daughter. We did. On one day, a Bibbidi Bobbidi boutique. So she got dressed up like Princess Elsa in a beautiful Princess Elsa dress. They did her hair and makeup and nails, and it was awesome. Like, mm -hmm. I wanted to do that at uh, Disneyland, and they closed it at Disneyland. Is it not reopened yet then? Well, when I went, it wasn't open, and I don't know when that was. That was like two years ago. So maybe it reopened since then, but it wasn't open. Florida. And it was really sad. Oh, we were in Florida, so I don't think they cared. They were like spitting on her. They were like, no, I'm joking. <laughs> 
No, but it was it, like it was super awesome. Like it was it was great. I mean, she had a ball. She after we got, she's like, I don't want to get off the ship, Daddy. I want to go back to my ship. Oh, oh, sorry, honey. Ah, <laughs> well, so you would highly recommend the Disney cruise. Uh, especially for families. I mean, I don't think you can beat it. They have a cool area called the Oceaneer Club, so you can drop off your kids there, and they keep them in there, and they don't let anyone else get them. Like, you can only allow certain people, and they do awesome that's activities. That's like, oh, and they'll, they'll have, like, and it wasn't just, like, you feel bad because she went in there, like, Cinderella came in there and played with them for a little bit. She built, like, one of those volcano things, the science projects. I mean, they don't just sit there and go, mm, deal with yourself. I mean, they do super cool things in there and whatnot, and depending on the boat, they have different areas, like, the newer boats, they have a two-story thing of Andy's room from Toy Story, and there's a slide, actually. Oh, so, I mean, oh. It's like, I mean, it, you don't feel bad because they come back, and they're like, that was awesome. And you're like, I got alone time. So it's a win for everyone. Is there a limit to how long you can drop your kids off for? Nope. It goes until midnight, too. Literally. The, the what? one is open until midnight. Natalie, you need to start rethinking. Family vacation. Yeah, it is nice. yeah, huge. And the adult area is great. They have the adult area only. The kids can't come in here where there's a hot tub, a whole pool area. Um, they serve alcohol still in the boat, obviously. It's the only thing that's not included in there in a couple of other coffee places. But the rest of the food is all you can eat. They have, like, buffets all the time. If you're a gambler, they don't have gambling, so that's one thing. But, you know, I'm not a gambler, so I don't really care. But also, I mean, when you're on the ship, that's kind of like with that. There's so much other Disney-centric stuff because they have Disney plays there that they do like nightly as well in different shows so i mean like it is just it's an amazing experience especially if you have kids and you bring them i mean like it i, I can't recommend it enough and i would say that the cost is expensive but for me what we would looked at it is when you're looking at a five day compared to a seven day the additional two days is kind of nominal compared to the base cost of the five days so it was like like this for example say it's like four thousand dollars for five it's like five thousand for two more so you're like Okay, um, that seems like it's a no-brainer. So we ended up doing like a seven-day one, um, and it was awesome. I mean, we got to go to Tortola, St. Thomas, Castaway Key, which is their own private island and everything, and then what? had some sea days there. It was wow. Maybe I should look into it. I've been really itching to do a cruise lately, too. And the neat thing also is if you're on the cruise, if you're like and you love it, you can also – Put a ten. You can put a five hundred dollar deposit down, which means that you get ten percent off on a future cruise, and you have two years to book it. So it's kind oh. of a nice thing. So if you ever want to do another one, you're like, and then if you don't do it, you can get it's a full. You can get it fully refunded too. Interesting. That's awesome. So glad you guys had fun, and uh, this was a great commercial for Disney cruises. <laughs> I know, right? Be a kickback. I know. I seriously should. You know, goodness gracious. Um, let me tell you one real quick story about how my life changed dramatically once I got back yesterday, though. So oh, no. I want to talk about hitting reality hard. Um, my favorite restaurant probably like around here, like that's you know normal is Carabas. I don't know if you have them where you're at as well. I love them because I love their fettuccine Alfredo. It's phenomenal in my opinion. Do we have a? But we had gotten some. We had them in Burgers. I think it's more in like the Midwest. south and like by, yeah. in the Midwest too. I first heard heard about um Florida to be honest. Um. So I got some gift cards, and some of them came with bonus gift cards you had to use for a period of time. So we're like, hey, you know, let's do it. We're, I don't really feel like cooking yet. Let's go and use one of them. So we go to the, go to the restaurant, and so we park, and I was like, hey, Ann, you know, I'll get Quinn out of the car. You go in and get us a table and everything. So she's like, all right. So I get the car. I get Quinn out of her car seat, and I go, and there's like a little median thing, and I'm walking off. I'm like walking there. So I take a step off, and I don't know what happened. My brain's like, you don't know how to walk anymore because you're stupid, Trent. And I started to fall. 
I landed on my ankle. I sprained my ankle, which made me fall backwards onto my right hand, which made me hurt my hand, which I have a pretty decent sized knot on it now and a swollen ankle. So I'm laying there in the middle of the parking lot going, ah, and just like screaming in pain while Quinn is standing there, my daughter, bawling her eyes out. And I'm just like looking around, hoping somebody sees this. And yet also kind of hoping someone doesn't, but at the same time being like, I couldn't like walk at that time. Cause like I had initially, like I'd kind of hurt my right ankle too, but my left one, I couldn't move at all. So oh, I was laying God. on the ground for three minutes, just like going, oh, help me. <laughs> and then I eventually. Your poor daughter. And so she's just sitting there crying, mommy. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Oh. I was like, well, I guess we're back to reality, huh, bud? Were you able to walk? Are you able to walk right now? Or It's actually a lot better today. I took a lot of ibuprofen. I iced it and I elevated and I could walk on it more. But like last night, I could literally not barely walk on it like at all. Like it was really bad. And like my, my hand still has a little bit of a knot on it. And when you look, you can't really see it here. But I mean, it's it's like if I bend it like that, it hurts. But it luckily... Thank goodness I didn't break anything, but I mean it was Aww. very close and it hurt a lot initially. So was um was your dinner worth it? It was. It was really good. It was really really. Good. How did you get in there to have dinner? I literally had to come up and drag myself, like basically, like with one foot, like kind of hopping into there until I got to the building and I could drag myself around it. And I was like, I was wondering what took you so long, and I was like, yeah, I was like crawling in here and i was like crawling in here with my daughter who's just bawling <laughs> like, Daddy, mama, mommy. i was like trauma oh i'm sorry the worst thing is when you fall alone and you have nobody to like laugh with you or help you up and i did that at my college campus i fell down a flight of stairs outside and so it was in front of just like a very full campus of people and like nobody was there that I knew. And so I'm just like, I'm okay. <laughs> I know you didn't ask, but <laughs> that's so funny. Sometimes I'll hear, hear my kids, like they'll hurt themselves with a fall. And all all I will hear is them go, I'm okay. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. Been to hear. <laughs> Quinn used to go, I'm good. <laughs> I'd be like, all right. <laughs> Oh, well, shall we dive into like um, our our fun segment of what our favorite stories are? Sure, the last oh, couple weeks we can do it. Now okay. I kind of went back from our last one, so it was a little bit longer window than normally since you know I was gone last week. So I did three weeks on this, and I just was getting caught up. So I mean, anything within that period of time is fair game to be just for what it's worth. <laughs> At least I agree. Um. Yeah, I'm actually pretty lame because I was like, I don't know if I picked one or if I remembered one. And so um, I'm going to go first because I'm the lamest. Sure. I, there was one about um, the lowest mortgage rates in a long time, 6.6% on the 19th, I think. So I don't know, could have changed by now, but that's some positivity for people who are trying to um, buy a house right now, like our friend here, Natalie. Still on the market, baby. <laughs> I was going to ask you, I was like, do we have a new ad or are we done an ad? Or... Drop the price, drop the price. Everyone, she's basically giving it away now. My goodness. Just I mean, if you know you'd be a fool. Just show up and say you want it. I'm actually like really at peace with it, which is really strange, but I don't know. I just feel like it will happen when it happens. Yeah. It's nice that you're not in a rush. Yeah, I'm not in a rush. 
Yeah, you're not like you don't have a contingency that you're trying to move into a different house, and so could be worse. Mm-hmm. Well, just to give you an update, it does say that as of last week, um, it inched up, but it still is in the mid six. That um, the thirty year fixed rate is six point six nine. Okay, all right, so it went up a little bit. I keep hearing that once it drops below six, then everything's gonna the floodgates are gonna open. So, I can see that. I mean, that is kind of a a good number there. Once you hear five, you're like, ooh, that's now we're now we're feeling yeah. confident. Yeah, I think they're aren't they in session right now? I mean they're not gonna do anything. Uh the Fed's not gonna do anything this month, but they might like you know how people they come out of that Fed meeting and then people analyze those meeting minutes like psychopaths and then they're like, ooh, that sounds like kind of they might be dropping rates and then rates drop. Imagine that was your job. Like, read these minutes and find, like, the exact words that indicate. Or, like, they probably have people do, like, linguistics where they're like, oh, they said this word 20 times, but last time they only said this word 10 times. And then how would you feel if you were the one in the meeting? You'd have to be so careful about every single thing you say. Yeah. That's why I sell lumber. That's why we're not in bed. I I couldn't micromanage my words that well, to your point. I mean, you, you slip up and say these small little thing, and it can be misconstrued or misquoted, right. and you're like, that's not what I was trying to say, guys. You know, you really took that out of context, which is what people like to do because it's more newsworthy, so to speak, if it's usually out of context because it's not what it really means. So, But they're like, they don't care if it's right. We just want to get clicks. And I mean, that's the bad part. You know, it's like I like the things kind of like the Freddie Mac ones because they're just like, this is what it is, no filler. <laughs> I know. Right. Right. Um, well, my article was the one today, obviously. Uh women women of LBM. Yep. Thea's. Yes, yes. Thea, yeah. Wow. She is a little firecracker, huh? Oh, I love Thea. She is her and I are good buddies. I absolutely love her in that organization. They are they are phenomenal across the board, all of them. I love it. I honestly So did she did she write this just for publication in newswire or is it some i don't understand um no so this is part of um this was from them she'd sent it for us so i mean i've known her for quite some time now i was actually introduced um to her through um one of my friends through a mutual friend that unfortunately has uh, since passed away due to cancer um but we got connected because she has been in the credit area for a long time you know she had worked with if i remember correctly i believe she started with Cameron Ashley, then I think she went to SRS. I should know this for sure before I say, but I'm pretty sure that was what it was. Um, and then she's kind of doing some more consulting stuff now. And this is kind of a um, a project of love that her and some other uh, women from the industry have had. And they had been talking about it for a while, and they kind of really launched it last fall. We had actually had a press release about it, I believe it was, in September, end of September, maybe early October of last year about it. And they had had um, they were on a panel at um, the LBM um the LBM show for that, the LBM journal does, I believe it was. Um, so they're really kind of, it's like they're trying to give a voice to, you know, um, you know, women in LBM, you know, across the board. And she's, her and the other people are very, very passionate about it. And I think it shows in here. And I mean, I always like her because she, she as you said, I mean, she doesn't hold back. And no. I mean, she tells you how she feels. And I, I respect that a lot because, I mean, she's been through a lot of stuff and been through a lot for years. I mean, she's been in the industry for a long time and is seen a lot of changes in how women were treated. I mean, she was one of the people, you know, where she was kind of a pioneer in some of those areas and whatnot. So, I mean, she's seen the changes and, you know, how, you know, the markets have changed with, you know, 
people within them and, you know, how there's bringing, you know, more people in from more diverse backgrounds and whatnot. And she's really a great voice for my opinion because she speaks intelligently and passionately and comes from experience. And I mean, I, I love it. I personally love it. She even cussed in the article. Yeah, that was my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really interesting. Great. She's hilarious. Yeah, so. she has a lot of points in there and some resonate and some one that really resonated with me was the one about when she was talking about crying. Did you read that part? And she was like, I am not pissed that someone's seeing me cry. I am pissed that I'm crying. And I'm like, yeah, that is exactly it. I am pissed that I'm freaking crying. It literally happened to me like two weeks ago. I was so fed up about something and I was, I was like beyond, I was so mad. Like, if I was a man, I'd probably be like raging, but I said I was like rage crying. And I was like, I'm not embarrassed about like crying. I'm just mad that I cried, <laughs> you know? Yep. Yeah. It was, it was a good article. So if you haven't read it, highly, uh, highly suggest, recommend. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think that was published, if I recall, yesterday. So it would have been on the uh, 29th or, you know, January 29th for frame of reference. I've honestly never heard of women of LBM before this, so I'll be checking out the website. And... Um, well, I can put a little thing out there to pump them. I believe if you go to their website, they still do have a they have a mailing list that you can sign up for as well, which kind of gives information about it. Wow. And give, you know, um, she has a blog on there, which is where this is also shown, and we referenced that back to the original article on their blog as well, just so that it'll bring hopefully more attention to the website, and, you know, to the, everything across the board there. So, highly recommend go checking it out. You know, and. and now that you made it really cool, and mine's going to sound super duper lame because it's back to the work work aspect. <laughs> um, I just thought this was, um, I, I say favorite. This is uh, ironic, also the most, the top red one over the past, you know, pure we're gone. But it was, uh, it was an interesting one for me because um, there's been a lot of changes with this company, the branding, which was when um, Domain Building Materials Group unified their operating divisions. Um, they've been kind of pseudo fragmented, so to speak, and they've had different names because they, they were previously known as Canwell. They transitioned to the domain and they still had some, some ancillary businesses that were kind of referenced as Canwell and other companies. So kind of the gist of what is happening now is that, um, the TLDR, as they could say these names, <laughs> Canwell Fiber will be rebranded as Domain Timber and our Canadian U.S. West Coast wood treatment built, um, facilities became Domain Treated Wood. Canwell Building Materials, which is their previous name, um, in California Cascade would unify under Domain Building Materials and Hickson Lumber, which I think you we all would be familiar with from, you know, Nala a lot of times if you recall them being there. Um, we'll be oh, I did not realize this is Canwell, Cal, Cal Cascade. Yep. Okay. So now they're, is it Domain or Domain? Domain? Sure. We I don't know. Domain. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm the worst person when it comes to English. I was like, stop. Uh, hello. Someone needs to correct me. I'm, I'm like, not I'm correcting right. you. I'm wondering. Oh, no. You're probably right. I'm literally like from, I think it what was that, um, from Inglorious Bastards, um, Brad Pitt, when he's trying to act French, he's like, no. Like, that's me. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I'm, I butcher everything that's not like the most blatantly easy to read English. Like, so I'm probably, I think I am saying it wrong now that you've mentioned it. But, I was kind yeah. of hoping it was domain because that reminds me of the wineries, and I got excited. Like the big domain, sorry, domain, 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 I'll go with you on that one too. That's why I said that's yeah. That's why I thought you said that. You had wine on your brain. Well, you know what? I will tell you. Um, 
I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but California Cascade had like the worst logo that needed redone. And it was like a black cat that looked like it was like colored by a young child. It was time. No, it was time. I hope I'm talking about the right company and I hope I'm not offending anybody, but this update looks really nice. I'm on their website. Good job. Well, you see a lot of that, honestly. I like some of these rebrandings I've seen because they kind of are getting into a more newer, sleeker one. I mean, one that actually just popped up because there's an article over top of it later is Blue Links. Like, I I really honestly kind of like their new logo that they've been going with. I don't think that's a cat. I think that's a wolf. Coyote? What is that? Um, If you look it up, Trent, it's a... Here, I'll show you, Trent. The bobcat? Do you say this? Sure. Go. No. It said it started sharing. Oh, I see it. Is it the yellow one? Yes, yes, yes. I see it there. What is that, Trent? I, that, I would say it's a coyote or bobcat, personally. That's what I would look at from Yeah, there. I mean, now that I'm looking at it, it still looks like a cat. But in my mind, <laughs> I remember the cat. <laughs> ah. Fair enough, I could see it, but I think it's more, yeah, I would say wolf, coyote, bobcatty, and whatnot. So I'm assuming that they're, they're if I had to guess, I'd guess that it probably is based off of maybe they're in the hills or something, the area, like the more hilly areas, and that's where it comes from. That would be my guess. I don't know their area specifically, to be honest, and I'm terrible about California because I don't go there that much. You guys would be much better than me. <laughs> so everything is going to come under domain, domain. Yep. Okay. Yep, exactly. Under one of those, like, that is the ultimate name. So they're kind of trying to get away from the multiple different ones to kind of, yeah. I guess, I don't want to say get rid of confusion, so to speak, but kind of to an extent, because sometimes, obviously, you know, if you have, like, for example, Hicks and Lumber, if they're going by that, a lot of people may not know that they're owned by them. And, you know, at this point, I think they've owned them long enough, so to speak, because it's been like four or five years, I want to say. They're probably just like, hey, it's time to kind of let the legacy name, we could still use it in certain aspects of, you know, keeping it, you know, as like, potential alias for historical sake but you know i mean you can't ever transition over if you don't ever transition over you know i mean if you, if you never do it no one's ever going to start to do it so at some point in time you got to kind of rip off the bandit i guess yeah i mean there's a ton of examples in this in our industry of companies who have i mean even we do it at our company it's like there's all these different brands under the umbrella and then it kind of gets convoluted so it makes sense it seems cleaner that way but <clears throat> I mean, there's so many different interests involved that want to have their own ownership of what they've built. So I get it why why that separation sometimes starts and exists. So, yep, yeah. But you know, there also is there's that value that it's hard to get rid of when you have the legacy that people know. So I mean, I get how right. it can be tough to do, but you know, kind of what I go back to at some point in time, if that's your ultimate goal, you just gotta grin and bear, rip off the it, and it might be a rough few years, but then. I mean, if you look back, most companies probably don't have the same name that they originally had. And there's, you know, so, I mean, it's worked for something. And, you know, it eventually will work. People eventually yeah. learn the name. I wonder what the meaning of their name is, one. And number two, I wonder if they're doing this, um, and you know, with maybe thoughts of selling to private equity or something. Well, they're publicly traded for what it's worth. Well, they are. Yeah. So, and I mean, they're pretty, I mean, obviously a pretty decent size overall. I'm up there. So, and I'd have to look and see, but I, from what I call me, I think they're operating pretty well and, you know, pretty, I don't, I don't recall there being any, you know, anything off the top of my head. I, I should look at, I'll have to wait until I see this year's, but I think, you know, I mean, I, I, nothing that I would see potentially on that horizon, so to speak, more, I would imagine more 
probably honestly an acquisition mode. I mean, considering what I've they've previously mm-hmm. done, I could see them more expanding in the U.S. Not getting acquired, but acquiring. Exactly, because I mean, you see, a lot, I mean, we spoke about it before. You see a lot of that from Canada to the U.S. to kind of instead of starting something new, you can you know get something that's older and make it newer like this over time, you know, so to speak. Right. Interesting. Very interesting. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I get that a lot. Oh, you were talking about the news. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, a couple other things that we have that we're getting caught up on over the old, you know, past few weeks since we've, you know, been astray from each other. <laughs> been too long. <laughs> I know. My goodness. Um, Another big one that came up that has been um, that was very well read um, acquisition wise is uh, Patrick Industries, the old Patrick Industries from um, not a oh my gosh <laughs> no um, oh my um, Elkhart oh my goodness I had a brain fart there sorry Elkhart you know those big guys who keep acquiring anyone related to that area right there they made uh, another uh, announcement that they're in the process of acquiring Sports Tech or Sport Tech rather there's no S in it I apologize um, which is based in Minnesota. They are, they, they also, they do more um, power sports related stuff, but it's still kind of in a similar wheelhouse to the OEM stuff for them. So it's kind of a little bit different, but still similar wheelhouse they previously had. So um, they're just kind of, you know, kind of a little more of a similar type of thing. You, I guess I could say, not to keep repeating myself. Um, yeah. But the one I'd like to go into next is one that made me very happy. And I think that across the board, we'll see that again. Um, is Boise Cascade announced um, an investment in the EWP area, which is awesome because it kind of comes on the end of where there was a recent announcements. Remember, but there are some changes in some layoffs at the Chapman facility. Mm-hmm. So what happened is um, they're adding an iJoyce production capabilities and it's Thornsby EWP mill um, and converting a plywood layup line to a parallel laminated veneer line at the Chapman plywood um, facility. So the cool thing about the Chapman thing is it says, in addition to the Chapman Plywood Facility Extended, I mean, in addition, the Chapman Plywood Facility Extended Employment Opportunities to approximately 50 of the 80 associates affected by it recently by the Chapman Lumber Operations Curtailment. So that really made me kind of good that, I mean, now yeah. we, 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 you know, we always want it to be, you know, 100%, but I mean, still being able to, you know, get even up to, you know, a, a larger chunk of that, of you know, being able to offer people those positions back. I think it's a great thing, you know, because then, you know, potentially that means that maybe there could be more opportunities for the other 30 people or even more in the future with future expansions as well. So that was, I really like that. That made me feel good about, you know, kind of offsetting some of the, you know, sadness that we kind of spoke about previously. It feels like and, a long hug. Exactly, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, then in their Oakdale, Louisiana one, um, they're upgrading and re- redesigning um, their U-log, U-log Utilization Center. Need to learn how to talk, Trent. Talk, Trent. Uh, new veneer dryer and press and a modification of an existing veneer dryer. Um, so all this is going to take place over the next two years, but pretty exciting all things considered in my opinion. I love to hear about the expansions, you know? I feel like most of the time we're not talking about expansions, so it's exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I got news for you. We got more. Ooh. So, uh, 84 Lumber uh, announced that they're opening a new component plant in Winter Haven, Florida. Um, and it's going to be, as they call it, their primary component plant in in the state of Florida. And it's opening 
now, basically, by the end of January 2024. So either today or tomorrow, <laughs> run out of time if not. Um, and for if you're not familiar where Winter Haven is, um, I used to live in Orlando. It's right outside of Orlando. So it's like a, a suburb of Orlando, basically. Do you remember when 84 Lumber did that Super Super Bowl halftime commercial? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was during, like, 2020, too, I think, when, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, Lumber World was blowing up. We were just, like, printing cash. Or like, oh, yeah, wow, that's what it takes to afford a Super Bowl commercial. Exactly. Well, we can talk about that in just a second, about the differences in the past couple of years, because one of the last couple of things coming up here is Warehouser's results. So before we get to that real quick, um, another top movers and shakers area is um, Boise. Again, they um, announced that uh, the retirement of one of their senior executives, Tom Offman, who is the senior vice president of purchasing for building materials. So maybe a lot of our listeners would be aware of him just because, you know, they may have worked him as his, he's, you know, built up over time, you know, and he's grown his positions and responsibilities with him. So um, retiring as of no, uh, sorry, November, March 1st of this year. So congratulations to him, you know, enjoying retirement. So yeah. Wish we were all there, right? <laughs> Just well, you know, short years for us guys. Well, once Natalie, once you sell your house for 2000%, you know, profit, cause you were still patient, you can retire right away then. Almost. Well, very yeah. excited to go about that. <laughs> uh, another big one, LW, um, su- a supply announced 10 branch manager promotions. A lot of those broken down there. So I'm not going to really go into details. So one where you can kind of go on. It's from um, uh, January 18th. So it was just announcing all the different leaders in different areas throughout there from different areas from, you know, New York down to even like Kansas City, Missouri, Colorado, Florida. So kind of across the whole nation. Um, on to the economic aspect more. Just a couple quick things we can kind of tie up the loose ends with. Um, at the end of last week, uh, the Madison's Lumber Price Index, it ended at um, 474, and it was flat then from the previous week when it was 474, because that's what wow. that means. <laughs> Steady, what we call that. Yes, exactly. So, you know, there we go. I mean, I guess better than it going down for what that's worth, you know, so I mean, take that. Yeah. Um, so Weyerhaeuser, they announced their results um, on the 25th. So it was five, five, six days ago. We depend on when this comes out. Um, um, it was, I think, kind of in line with what was expected. Um, obviously, comparative to previous years, it was going to be a huge decline because of, you know, everything we know, market conditions. But um, all things considered, I think, you know, it, it kind of came in line, like I said, with what I think a lot of people were thinking. So, um Broken down basically fourth quarter, they had net earnings of 400, I mean, sorry, sorry, 219 million um, on net sales of 1.8 billion. Um, now, when we're comparing that to the third quarter of the same year, they had net sales of 1.8 billion on net earnings of 239 million. So, quite a big difference there. Um, now, the one thing to look at also is obviously for the full year for 2023. Warehouser, um, they had their reported net earnings of eight hundred thirty-nine million on net sales of seven point seven billion, and now when we're comparing that to twenty twenty-two, obviously we're gonna have a huge difference because of uh, you know the market conditions. That year they had earnings of um, net earnings of one point nine billion, um, compared to ten point two billion, um, for of net sales for the full year. So, uh, like I said, I'm. They, they, they all, I should also um, say that they also completed some ac- transactions um, where it was they acquired some some timberlands and they also sold some timberlands in um, the Carolinas and Mississippi area. So, I mean, that kind of contributed to some, you know, different actual, you know, 
province and, you know, things of that nature as well. So all in all, um, and for me, I mean, kind of, this is kind of what I was thinking was going to happen. So I, 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> billions. When you're speaking billions, the difference of nine billion to 10 billion, I can't really fathom it. So we're not understanding. <laughs> all right. It's really hard to. I just used a gift card last night for 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and you broke That's your foot doing it. Wow. And Anna was like, you sure you don't want to say anything? I was like, no, I love this place. I don't want them to like be like, well, if they sue us, the margins are going to be too small. We're going to have to close it down. I was like, I don't care. I love this place. I'll take the injury and go. They weren't negligent, but even if they were, it's not worth it. I like this place. Take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, can I leave you with one final fun note that I want to mention on of my cruise that blows my mind? I think it's a fun way to end it. So I went on my cruise and beforehand I was trying to consciously lose a lot of weight because I thought I was going to gain this insane amount of weight because you're eating 24-7. Well, I got back and I weighed myself. I lost seven pounds on this trip. If this isn't enough to tell you to go on a trip on a Disney cruise with your family, what <laughs> isn't Okay, they want your quid. You lose weight. Your pictures are cheap. I'm going. I'm going. I don't have kids yet, but I'll go myself. That's it. I went on two without kids, to be fair, you know, and it was still very fun. It was much more fun with kids, but, you know, I'm not a big gambler or drinker, so it was easy for me to kind of go on there, and all I wanted was be gluttonous and eat. So even if you don't have kids, absolutely can still do it, as long as you still like Disney stuff. If you don't like Disney stuff, you have a terrible time. <laughs> go on a Royal Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah, then go on Royal Caribbean. They already opened it, and I think they're the one who has the biggest ship in the world now. It's launching in. Oasis of the Seas. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's how, I think it's launching. Is it launching by you guys? I don't know. Or is it now by, maybe it's, no, it is Miami. I'm sorry, it's Miami. Yeah, we don't deserve that. No. It's way too cold up here. That would be very depressing. For at least the first five days. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you. This was an awesome visit back to the news, finally. And it's nice to see you, Trent, as always. Nice to see you both as well. We'll see you soon. We'll see you on the next one. All right. <laughs> Bye, Bye Trent. Bye-bye.